Welcome to episode 85 of the Business Fabulous Podcast. And today is filled with business lessons from a very special woman, a royal woman, Queen Elizabeth. Stick around for the details. Hey there, I'm Bonnie L. Frank, former teacher and college professor turned entrepreneur overnight who started a coaching business from scratch and coached thousands of business owners worldwide to grow their businesses, and I saved them money doing it. After producing over 4,000 live stream broadcasts, I thought it was about time for a podcast. This podcast, where I share easy hacks for your business, your money, and a fabulous life. Are you ready? It's time to get fabulous. Welcome back to the episode. All right, so today we are talking business lessons, and these business lessons come straight from Queen Elizabeth. Yes, that one, the real queen. If you know me well, you know that I love the royals. I love the royal family. I love following them. I love hearing about them. I love all of the protocols that they have to follow. I am fascinated by all of the rules, to be honest with you. Over my time, over my study of the royal family, I have learned a few things about Elizabeth, and I really think that these are great business lessons, and I want to pass them on to you. So feel free to let me know if you think I'm just plain nuts or if you really did enjoy listening to this. All right. So one of the things that I think everybody can agree on is Elizabeth's strength. Queen Elizabeth's strength. She is over 95 years old. She has been through wars. She has been through loads and loads of things happening to her personally and professionally, happening in her immediate family, happening to her in her extended family, happening to her in her home country of England and all over the UK. And I think we can all agree that she is one strong woman. And that strength, especially in the face of adversity, really is a great reminder, I think. I think it's a great business lesson and a lesson to us all that no matter what is going on personally or professionally in our family, in our country, in our commonwealth, that we can still operate, we can still go on through life from a position of strength. So I think that's really important to keep in mind. Queen Elizabeth is also really curious. She loves to learn. And over the years, she has learned about all sorts of things. And when she meets people from all over the world, as she has, she will ask them questions, not because she has to make small talk, because she doesn't really have to make small talk, But because she is truly curious, she really does want to know how things work and how things are done in their particular country, home, religion, culture, neck of the woods, whatever it is. Besides what her team uh, provides her with, besides that information, she will regularly ask people real questions about things that she is really interested in. And I love that she is a lifelong learner. I love that she is curious. By the way, for those of you who watch The Crown, I watch The Crown too. 
Every time a new season of The Crown comes out, I really do binge the entire season in one day. Yes, I admit it. I do. And then later on, I will watch the rest of the season at some other point in time. So I've watched each season twice. And some of what you see is really true and other things that you see is not true. So it's not a documentary. It's a show just to let you know. Also, shout out to Netflix, not only for hosting The Crown, but their podcast on The Crown is phenomenal because you will find out so much information about the behind the scenes of The Crown. Anyway, I digress. Back to real life, back to Queen Elizabeth, the real one, not the one on the Netflix show. So another thing that I've learned from her is how to be steadfast. And that goes along with the strength. So she is steadfast in her beliefs. Her beliefs do not tend to change a great deal over time. She has evolved and become more modern. She has changed some of the rules of the monarchy. If you've studied, she definitely has. So for example, she's got a bunch of grandkids. And historically, the way that titles work, HRH, His Royal Highness, Her Royal Highness, It tends to go through the males and not the females. So in other words, she has granddaughters. Those granddaughters would actually not be able to use technically the title of HRH, Her Royal Highness, His Royal Highness. But she changed that because she knows, of course, that William will be king, which means his kids will be princes and princesses. So he wanted Charlotte to be able to have an HRH as well as her brother. So Elizabeth changed that in the rules. So forevermore, until someone else might change it back, it is now whoever is the daughters and sons, not just the sons of the king or queen, those people will be able to use HRH. So I think I love that she did that. So even though her opinions on things don't tend to change over time, she is open to new ideas. She is open to changing things as she feels they need to be. But she is very steadfast. She is so strong and so capable, and you can really count on her. You know she's going to show up. You know if this is the day that she is supposed to open parliament, she will open parliament despite the fact that her husband of all of those years recently died and despite the fact that other things are going on in her rather immediate family, which may be a little bit embarrassing. You can check that out in other places on the web. Okay, so another thing that we can learn from Queen Elizabeth is that she is surrounded by advisors. As entrepreneurs, we would say a team. She has a team as well. So I think it's important to know that she doesn't do everything by herself. In fact, she might not do much by herself. She has people helping her. And I think that's really important as entrepreneurs, especially those of us who are solopreneurs, who feel like we have to do everything ourselves. We started our business by ourselves. I did. It's okay to ask for help. It's okay and absolutely expected that in time you will hire a team. You will hire out for things. You will have somebody else take care of this and have somebody else take care of that. And you will manage those people. 
That's how you scale a business. So that is 100% okay. It is absolutely expected. And it is also 100% necessary if you really do want to grow your business. You cannot do everything yourself. Trust me, I tried. Stop trying. Being surrounded by helpers, by advisors, by a team, I think is really important. Also, this, might, this is going to be really interesting to those of you who love the royals like I do and who are also interested in fashion. So Queen Elizabeth has some invisible hacks. They are invisible to most people who do not know these things and who do not study the royals. And so one of them is that there are weights, little weights, sewn into the hems of all of her skirts and all of her dresses. Queen Elizabeth does not usually wear pants. We don't see her wearing pants. So when she wears skirts and when she wears dresses, there are small little lead weights sewn into, they might be aluminum, I don't know. I think they're lead though. Anyway, they're little metal weights that are literally sewn into the hem or the lining of her dresses and her skirts. And they go all the way around. They're weighty enough. It doesn't weigh the poor woman down. Boy, holy moly. I mean, you know, she's 95, give her a break. But they weigh it down enough so that she will never have a wardrobe malfunction in the wind because those skirts, those dresses are weighting her down. And so, whereas you might have seen in the past other members of the royal family, other female members of the royal family whose skirts or dresses may have flown up a bit and they have to pull them down, that will never happen to the queen. You will see that never happens to the queen. And now you know why. She also has, and I'm going to tease this out. You can check this for yourself. She also has a little hack, which is a secret silent message to her team, to her advisors, to her ladies in waiting with her purse. So you will always see the queen with a handbag. She doesn't tend to have a clutch. She will always have a handbag. And if it is on her left wrist or on her left arm, it means one thing. And if it is on her right arm, it means an entirely different thing. So you will almost always see it on the left, but boy, when it moves to the right, you will see something else happen. And you can Google that. Anyway, so she has invisible hacks. She has little things that most people don't know about that help her to go about her business in a very professional way, in the way that she wants to. Another thing that I think maybe a lot of people don't know is she has brand loyalty. Now, she has worn the same kind of shoes and purses. She is very loyal to those brands. It's a designer that I don't follow, but she has been wearing the same shoes, the same types of shoes, and carrying the same style, the same types of handbags, the same maker of handbags for decades. And she will continue to because she loves those. So she's very, very loyal to brands. She is also extremely loyal to the brand of nail polish that she wears, even the color. So if you, like me, would like to wear the same exact color that the queen wears, and this is what I wear a lot, is Essie. It's E-S-S-I-E, shout out to Essie. And the name of the color is ballet slippers. Now, Essie has sent the queen cases of 
ballet slippers of that nail polish for decades now. And so Essie has been very kind to give it to the queen. And so she has as much ballet slippers as she would like or as she will ever need. That is what the queen has worn for a very long time. In fact, one of the rules is that if you are a member of the royal family, you cannot have bright fingernail polish on. You should have nudes or something very, very low key as, for example, ballet slippers. There you go. Something that I also want to point out is that the queen is not afraid to stand out. In fact, the queen has got to stand out because most people who see her are going to see her from far away. And so she makes sure that she will stand out in a crowd. She's not afraid to wear bright colors. She's not afraid to wear bright prints. In fact, after she was done with her two weeks, basically, or 15 days, it might have been, of traditional mourning for Philip, she did go back to wearing prints and bright colors. And that was sort of a nod to she is now back at work. I love that she does not mind standing out. In fact, I love that she wants to stand out. She also takes her responsibilities very seriously. If you've watched The Crown, one of the things that really is true is that when she was 21, she said that she gives her entire life to service to the crown. She gives it to service to England and to the Commonwealth, to all of the countries in the UK. And she really has done that. And I love that even though she likes to laugh and she likes to joke around and, you know, she loves to do all sorts of things and play with the corgis. And she used to ride her horses up until I guess, I think she was about 90. She was riding her horses and You know, she loves all of that, but she does take her responsibilities very seriously. And I really like that. And and I respect that. Like I said before, she continues to do her job through controversy, like things that may have come up with her son, Andrew, or some things that Harry has been doing lately on TV and podcast interviews that are slights at not only her, her husband, her son the entire royal family. She continues to do her job through controversy and loss. She had been married to Philip for so many years, over 70 years, 71 years, I believe she was married to him. And he was her consort. He was by her side for everything. And now she was going to be sitting alone when she opened up parliament. She was going to be sitting alone when she went to St. Andrew's Cathedral. She was going to be sitting alone in the carriage. She was going to be sitting alone for everything. She continued to remain strong, steadfast, and do her job through all sorts of controversy and loss. And I really do respect that. The last thing that I want to bring up is something that, if you don't remember any of this, and obviously some of it is frivolity. I mean, obviously I study the royals. Clearly I do. If you didn't know before, now you know. But something that I think is really, really important is that the queen does not do knee-jerk reactions to things. When something happens, she does not immediately respond. There are no knee-jerk reactions. There are no immediately posting on Twitter or immediately making a video or immediately doing a podcast episode or whatever it is. She does not immediately make a statement about anything. She takes some pause. She takes some time to think about it, to let it sit. She, of course, will 
you know, consult with her advisors, with her team. She'll do that. And then in due time, she responds. And I think that is a huge lesson for all of us, both personally and professionally, because then you don't have regrets. People tend to have regrets when they immediately jump to responding to something, when they immediately jump to reacting to a situation. And I think that, you know, sometimes the older you get, the more perspective you have and the more you can really sit on things for just a little bit of time to really think about them, digest the information, figure out exactly how you want to respond, exactly what you want your statement to be, what you want that video to be, what you want that tweet to say, how you want to do that podcast, how you want to do that next interview, whatever it is. I think it's really important to pause, to sit, to pay attention, to study, to get some facts, to figure out what how you feel about things, to figure out what you want to say, and then move forth and respond. I think that's a great business lesson. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. I know that maybe you don't study the Royals. I know probably most people don't study the Royals. And maybe some of you are shocked at how much I do know about the Royals and how how much I do love the Royal family. I do. And it all started from a friend of mine who lives across the pond. And she had talked about the Royals, oh gosh, about 15 years ago. We worked at the same summer camp together. She had stayed with us with a bunch of other people from the camp. And she was talking about Elizabeth and the royal family. And it just, she was talking about it from such a place of just really admiration and love. I thought, you know, maybe there's something here. And I started to become more and more interested in the royals. So shout out to Lucy Sylvester. You are the one who started this ball rolling. And I love you and miss you. All right. So I really hope that you appreciated this. If nothing else, you probably found it funny. Here's another side of me that you may not have known. Please feel free to reach out. Let me know what you think about this episode or any episode. You can do that through my SpeakPipe. You can do speakpipe.com forward slash business fabulous, or you can head over to my podcast page. It's on my website, bonniellefrank.com forward slash podcast. And in the middle of the page, there's an orange button. And all you do is click the orange button and just talk into the button. Just start talking. And you can record up to a 90-second message for me. I will hear every message that you leave. And if you want me to put that message on the podcast, I can do that as well. I would love to make you part of my podcast, and that is one way you can do it. Give me some feedback about this episode or any episode. You can also ask me to cover a topic that I haven't yet covered. And I could add that to the episode as well. So feel free to leave me some feedback if you'd rather not dictate it into your phone or tablet or computer or whatever device. Then you can always email me listener at bonnielfrank.com and I will get all of that information too. I love that you were here. I love that you are part of the business fabulous family. I absolutely appreciate that and We'll talk soon.